Welcome to Groovy Soup. Groovy. A showcase of music from artists and bands from across Ohio, and your chance to hear something new and local. Here's your host, Paul Holden. Welcome to another episode of Groovy Soup, a show all about the artists and bands of Ohio. Brought to you by True Blue Plumbing and Alpine Heating and Cooling. I'm Paul Holden, your host and chef of this mashup of melodies. Tonight, we get you ready for a great week at the Union with two bands with shows this week. Leading things off, we have Inoculus with ADHD.
that was ADHD by Inoculus, a lifelong musician, Dimitri of Inoculus has been working on this project for a couple years and recently created a version of the group for live shows and more. Let's learn more about Inoculus right now. And I'm joined by a very special guest that you can see coming up very, very soon. I got Dimitri from the band Inoculus with me. Dimitri, thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, man. So we start every show off by having uh, you know everyone introduce themselves and telling us a little bit about what they do. So the floor is yours. Cool. So I am Dimitri Wolf, and for live performances, I play guitar in an Oculus. This is kind of like my brainchild of music. I write all the parts. I go into the studio and record everything, and I have a live band with two of my very good friends that I met here in college at Ohio University, helping me out doing live stuff. So they have been patient enough to learn how I write and how I perform. And, you know, we're becoming a stellar live band. I'm probably going to pick up this project when I graduate in the next coming months. But for right now, uh, we are a three-piece playing mostly in Ohio, and we're all going to school at the same time. Very, very cool. And you're at the, the right spot to get your music career launched there, there in good old uh, Athens. So you were saying that when you when you go into the studio, you record all the pieces yourselves or do, or does your band come along with you and help you out in the studio as well? No, it's just me in the studio. Um, I'll make a click track and then I'll spend a whole day like doing drums and then I'll just do bass and guitar and keyboard dubs until I'm happy with how like the I guess piece turns out. So what's the difference when you're, you know, when you're approaching a live set versus what you, what you want when you record, is there any differences and, and uh, you know, what was the, is there any kind of uh, challenges or hurdles you have to overcome when you're, you know, with uh, dealing with those? Cause it seems very different. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, there's the, I don't usually have to think as hard about how to explain what I'm playing. And there's definitely sometimes a teaching gap as to when I'm trying to explain parts because most of my, I guess, semi-formal training is mostly guitar and piano. And I learned how to play drums just from watching and listening. So my theory there isn't the best. So when I'm trying to explain like a rhythm pattern to my drummer, it doesn't always come across so clear, but they're intelligent musicians who can listen and play with feel. But of course, sometimes when translating to a live setting, it's not always specifically, you know, what I had in the recording, but the form is still the same. That's just something that you learn with just human beings being different from one another, is that people are going to interpret stuff in their own way. And that can be really cool sometimes. Like some of the songs live, I would never imagine they come out like they did in the recording. Well, that's really cool too, because I feel like it adds a different element to when people come and see the the, the band live. And and which, what's nice about that, I was actually talking to my roommate about that. Uh, he doesn't really like it when he goes to a show and it's they sound like they do in the studio or the songs sound the same because that kind of eliminates a little bit of that magic of, of, of the live show. So what do you guys kind of, is there anything that you usually like aim to try and uh, mess around with or, uh, you know, or do you just kind of go with the flow and, and just see how the, the set is going? When you mean mess around with, uh, do you mean like compositionally or performance wise? Yeah. Like maybe, you know, there's, you don't usually have as long of a, of a breakdown or a solo, but you, you know, you're kind of feeling it and you let it flow that way. Is it, is that ever come up? 
Not necessarily, just because the songs are so like rigid and strict to form, and they don't really leave a whole lot of room for improvisation. But I've definitely noticed in the parts that are, I guess, parts that are more basic and up for interpretation, they kind of change every night. So like maybe uh, Brian, who plays drums, will do a different fill um during this there's a song called adhd and there's a breakdown in uh like maybe halfway through the song and the part that really keeps your attention is the way the drums change fills and like he changes the fills like every night we play and it's just always cool to see like what's going to happen that night like what i can expect very cool very very interesting and, and it's you know it's it is kind of always i feel like a, a very interesting blend of, of how to give the best live performance possible while also playing a little bit of the stuff they that people are comfortable with and they might have heard before but giving them something a little interesting uh you know or a little different that comes with the live performances we're talking to dimitri here from inoculus and you can catch inoculus coming this thursday at the union with two groovy soup alums sneak thief and the infinite improbability drive How'd you get on that ticket? Are you uh, do you play with uh, those two bands, uh, or did you just get so happen to meet them uh, recently? No, actually, I've never met these bands before. But um, great guy who does booking over at the Union Scott um, just texted me and asked if we wanted to play a show, and he grabbed these two other bands, and I'm excited to see what they can do. Like, there's a lot that you don't really see just in terms of like. I don't know, social media algorithms being skewed against like local artists in your hometown. And it's always great because this is how you see all that talent that I guess is being repressed in a way. Yeah, it's going to be, a, you got a great lineup there and you got a couple of great bands there with you guys. That It, it should be a wonderful Thursday night at the Union and uh, a great way to get that early kind of school, you know, back in the school year type of show, which uh, I'm sure you're, oh, you're thinking about. And I know graduation <laughs> is uh, on the mind you mentioned there. How, how does it feel to kind of be entering the, the home stretch of school? Oh, I've been waiting for this moment for so long. I feel like definitely during my time in college, I've had, you know, time to work on myself better as a human being. But it's also just been a lot of, I know what I definitely don't want to do. More from Inoculus next here on Groovy Soup. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Alpine Heating and Cooling is a local, veteran-owned HVAC contractor providing you comfort with their best guaranteed prices, 24-7 emergency service, 10-year warranties on new systems, and free estimates. Alpine, with a Y, uses quality products from top brands like Ream and LG. Call them at 740-591-2777 or email bill at alpinehvac.com. Alpine Heating and Cooling, helping you stay cool and drop it like it's hot. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Are you feeling lucky? While raising the bar in plumbing service, veteran-owned True Blue Plumbing is offering a free 50-gallon Ream hot water tank complete with free installation to one lucky winner every month. Just like and follow their Facebook page, and True Blue will contact you if you're the winner of the month. If you have questions, call 740-590-5400 or email bill at truebluplumbing.com. That's blue without an E. With a lifetime of experience and a desire to be the best in the business, True Blue is committed to being true to you. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back to Groovy Soup, brought to you by True Blue Plumbing and Alpine Heating and Cooling. I'm your host, Paul Holden. Off their latest release, Creature Beach, it's another jam from Inoculus called Alligator. 
That was Alligator by Innoculus. Let's get back to our chat with Dimitri and continue to learn more about the tunes. Yeah, it's interesting. College sometimes, you know, yeah, they always say you go to college to learn what you want to do, but I feel like a lot of the times you really come away with just learning what what you don't want to do. So um, one of the things I saw on your on your uh, Facebook profile when I was uh, doing that, uh, you described yourself as math rock, and I've heard that term a few times. For for those that aren't familiar with that and, and what that kind of means, what what can you how can you explain that to to someone who's maybe never heard of that before? Oh, sure. So math rock is a, I guess, subgenre of post rock that honestly, this is all my opinion. So I feel like bands like Slint and Shellac, like coming out of the 80s, put more emphasis on, I guess, less structure and more music focused around melody. And that really and like pushed it to the side and was just kind of like, look what I can do and look how I can make this sound human. So some of the characteristics of that music include like angular sounding melodies and odd time signatures. The irregular stopping and starting is a really big part of it. And what about math? Yeah. What 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 about it spoke to you? And and when you're creating your songs, you know, when you're doing post rock, nothing, you know, not really lyrics and, and focusing on the melodies. What are the differences between you know creating an instrumental song versus one that has lyrics? The differences how you go about keeping people's attention and how you go about connecting with the listener who doesn't necessarily exist yet. So you're not, you have the, I guess, handicap of not being able to say explicitly what you want with words. So that's just motivation for me to, I guess, make a melody as heart wrenching or bittersweet or just as human as I can make it. And I really try to do that with also like the tone of my guitar as well. I try to like match human inflection into all of what I write. That's fascinating. And it's, it's, it's really interesting when you think of how an instrument can kind of speak language like, like a person does, but through, through the melodies and through the notes that, uh, you know, the artist puts into it, which I find is so fascinating because I hear people that travel across the globe and they might not be able to uh, speak certain languages, but they're able to connect with people through the music. What about, you know, was it, how do you really kind of start the process of it? Do you just kind of get a melody in your head and, and just kind of go with it? Or do you have like kind of certain melodies or, or, or tones or sounds that kind of associate with how you're feeling and start there well just total baseline yes i if i hear a melody in my head that's something that i can i have perfect pitch and i've always said that's one of the greatest things about having perfect pitch is if i think of a catchy melody i can just play it and i can work on it and i can reharmonize it and i can add notes in and take notes out to make it as irregular as i want but really, it's just about like what comes back as like singable. Interesting, and and so when you're when you kind of get that that melody or something, and and you know when when people have a lyric or something that pops into their head, they're they're able to write it down. Do you have anything that you're able to do? Like say you're just kind of you know walking along, or you're you're in a different class, and are you able to jot it down, or or try try and somehow to keep that uh, keep that in your head until you can get your hands on an instrument? I mean, I use the voice memo app on my phone. Um, Sometimes I'll like draw a shape that reminds me of like how I want the melody to sound or how I want the arc of, I guess, the whole like song idea to sound. Visual elements help immensely too. Like I know how to write music and honestly, as like just 
boring and as long as that can take, it really does help. Just looking at it from staff notation. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so interesting how many, you know, the, the how many different types of visual elements you can kind of use to to remind you of, of uh, you know, the, the sounds that you're you're going for and the arc that you're trying to create. We're talking Inoculus here with with Dimitri. And so, well, how long have you been working with uh, the project Inoculus? And, and, and how did you come to meet these uh, these friends from uh, school, your bandmates? Was it just they were friends? They wanted to jam out with you or did you kind of connect with them through music? It was definitely like a connection through music. Um, I would do like late night busking uh, with my guitar, like freshman year. I would play like Pantera and Metallica solos at like 11 at night. And I would just meet people. One of those people was like one of the best bassists that I've met my entire time in Athens. He plays in a band called No Stars right now. But he was the one who introduced me to Brian, who plays drums in Inoculus right now. Uh, the project I had with him didn't exist. After a while, um, maybe like two years ago, all three of us were in a band and I wasn't really feeling it. So I just stopped. And during that time, I kind of just like pulled myself up and started writing. Just I guess somewhere in that time, I became more confident with the melodies that I had been writing and more confident with myself as like a composer. And I was just like, I can play all these parts. And it was just really easy and really fun. And I enjoyed not having to, I guess you can always trust yourself to do something the way that you want it. Yeah. I mean, who, who, uh, I mean, who else can you trust if you can't trust yourself with uh, creating the sound that you want to create? <laughs> exactly. And so, um, I met Jake, who plays bass, through so many steps of separation, but it essentially boiled down to I just I needed someone to play the parts, and I knew Jake was a talented musician who had come out of the music school uh, after a bit and had switched his major over to music production. So I knew he could pick up the parts like that, and he did. And so Live Inoculus has been myself, Jake, and Brian since march march very cool very nice and no stars uh, another groovy soup alum I had a lot of fun talking to talking to them as well but uh so dimitri here a couple more questions and we'll wrap things up here anything uh coming soon i know you uh you just released some music not too long ago if i if i remember looking it up correctly but uh how'd the summer go for you and what what's the rest of the year looking like for you i know obviously school and finishing that up but in terms of inoculus itself Oh, it's been so incredible. Like, I've opened for some of my favorite bands in the short time that Inoculus has been active as a live band. One of my all-time favorite bands, Invalids, out of New Jersey. We did a show with them in Columbus, maybe, I think it was the end of May. But for the most part, we've been mostly in Ohio between uh, Columbus and Athens. We're looking to expand just within the midwest area uh while i'm still here i want to play to as many people as possible and make sure as many people can enjoy this music as much as i do well absolutely best of luck to you and you're in the right place because once you start playing in athens and columbus you'll definitely be able to start playing throughout the rest of ohio dimitri thank you so much for for joining me today what's the best way for people to go out and support you and inoculus and all the stuff that you do you can follow Inoculus on Instagram. That's at I-N-O-C-U-L-O-U-S. 
please like us on Facebook, listen to us on whatever streaming service you use. And hopefully more music will be here by the beginning of next year. Very exciting. And of course, don't miss Inoculus this Thursday as well at the Union. It's going to be a great, great show. Dimitri, thank you so much for your time. Dude, thanks for having me, Paul. Appreciate you. Up next, a new single. Stay tuned. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back to Groovy Soup, brought to you by True Blue Plumbing and Alpine Heating and Cooling. I'm Paul Holden, your host of this mashup of melodies. Up next, we got a brand spanking new song releasing this Saturday from Harlot. This one's called Yellow Light. That was Yellow Light by Harlot. You can celebrate the release of that tune this Saturday at the Union, guaranteed to be a great night of melodies. Brett from Harlot joined me on the line to tell me about the band and the work it takes to book shows. 
Take a listen. I got a great group on the line with me here, or a member of a great group on the line here. I'm talking to the band Harlot today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Yeah. I have every show start off by having everyone introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about their music. So the floor is yours. All right. Well, my, I'm Brett, um, and I am the lead vocalist, and the keyboard is for Harlot. Um, we are an alternative pop band, and we are based in Athens, Ohio. We've been around since January, and we've just been playing shows locally and thoroughly enjoying it and the music scene. Very cool. So how did you first get started? You said you started in January. What what, what brought you, uh, the band Harlot, together, and how did you guys kind of decide that this was the style that you wanted to go for? Right. Um, so I had been playing the union as a solo act for, like, probably about a year prior, and I write all of the songs for this band. And um, my drummer, my current drummer, he heard my songs and we went to school together and he decided he wanted to start playing on it. And um, we kind of just formed this group for fun and uh, just jam sessions playing my songs and we decided to just kind of go for it and start playing in Athens. And um, that's kind of when that happened and then that started in January. Very, very cool. And, and you said that you've been playing uh, on the uh, the Union stage there a, couple, a few times uh, as a solo artist. What have you noticed the, the differences between performing as a band and, and performing as a solo artist? Well, there's definitely a big difference. Um, being alone on stage is far more intimidating, and it's a lot harder to keep an audience engaged. And I found that it's been far easier and a lot more fun playing with you know, my best friends on stage and really getting the audience hyped for our music and having the full band. Why do you think it's uh, why do you think it's harder to keep the attention uh, when you're just a solo act? Is it just because you're the one that's kind of in charge of having to interact with everyone and keep the attention just on you and you can't share the space? But why, why do you think that? Um, personally, I find that it's harder simply because you're one instrument and plus your vocals. So it's a lot, you know, for something, for such a big space, especially like the Union, um, not having the drums to back you up, which adds a lot more of, like, a build to your songs and not having, like, the bassist who can interact with the fans on stage while I'm tied to the keyboard, um, that kind of thing. It's a lot harder to really draw the audience and um, get them, you know, jumping and singing with you. Um, when you're playing alone. Yeah, that makes total sense. And, and like you said, there's so many different parts and, and people that can interact with uh, you know, the crowd while you're fo obviously focusing on performing the song, uh, both uh, your instrument and uh, your voice there. So I can see that. But uh, I'm glad that you found a group that uh, you, you found your groove with. So you guys have you far formed in January. You got the new single out that we're playing tonight. Uh, tell us about the single. Tell us about recording that and, and, and getting in the studio and, and, and creating the song. Right. Um, so our new single that we're releasing, it's going to be released August 10th, but we um, decided to give it to you to air now, which we're super excited about. Um, um, my, me and the drummer, we both went to Hawking College as music production students. So we had a lot of chances in their studio to record. So we recorded most of our EP, our vocals, that sort of thing through that studio. And then we took it to our own studio that we kind of made at home and we added instruments and built on that um, and we've mixed and produced it ourselves which that's why we're really excited to share it with everyone because it's like really just 
some work that we put together ourselves and really brainstormed to get it together. That's awesome too, and especially when you when you creating it and producing it, it yourselves, that's got to add a, a whole nother layer to how excited you got to be about uh, releasing this song. So tell me a little bit about producing the song and creating that, that studio that you guys had. What's that process like? What did you guys uh, do and what did you learn? Um, so yeah, we definitely learned a lot um, taking, you know, having the studio from Hawking College and then going into this like, okay, now we have a MacBook, we have two monitors and three mics, what are we going to do? And we definitely got really creative. We like we DI'd a lot of things like bass and that sort of thing. We um, electronically, I put in my keys on a MIDI keyboard and we found the sounds we wanted on Logic. And we kind of like created a dead room. Like at one point I even, um, we like built like a blanket fort in the living room and I kind of sat underneath to create this dead room for me to sing my vocals. And um, it's been interesting, but it's been really exciting, you know, using what you have, just, you know, a MacBook and three mics and a couple monitors to really create something that hopefully everyone enjoys. I'm sure it's going to be a, a hit. And, it, you know, it's I love... I love that element of music and the creativity it takes to, you know, pr produce the music that uh, people put so much time and effort into. And uh, I, you know, I'm not yeah. being a, a musician, but uh, I've made my own little in-house studio myself with my own little setup. So to keep doing this show after I moved out of Athens, actually. So I, I feel that uh, I definitely can uh, vibe with that sense of pride where it is putting something together and putting that uh, work in here. We're talking to Brett here from the band Harlot. We're talking about the, uh, the, what's the name of that new single? I haven't gotten the song yet. I haven't gotten to hear it by the time we're recording this interview. So I'm still a little bit uh, in uh, out of the, out of the loop as well. So are you, are you uh, willing to di uh, dilute the name? Yeah. The name is yellow light. It's just like, you know, that, that color on the stoplight. <laughs> Perfect. So um, kind of a little bit more of an interesting question. Going to Hawking College, did you kind of, is there any difference in, I don't know if the music scene's the right word, but a lot of the bands that I've talked to, and of course me being an OU alumni, being in, you know, smack dab in Athens and with everyone, was there any differences in, in music scenes or your access to, you know, uh, other bands or shows? Because uh, you live in the area, obviously, and, and are still connected, but anything about uh, Hawking College maybe a little bit different than the OU experience in terms of being a, a musician and part of a band? Yeah, um, honestly, I found it to be rather positive. Um, because it is a smaller college, there were probably at least like maybe 10 to 12 of us in a class, and we were in the same classes for two years. So we got really close, and all of us played music and were in bands around Athens. Um, also, Scott Winland, who Books the Union. He was our instructor and program manager, so we had a lot of opportunities to have hands-on work, working at the venue and working with him to learn how to book shows and learn how to communicate with bands and even, you know, create your own band and know how to get somewhere with it. That was really helpful, and we—that's honestly how I learned a lot. Was just with Hawking, we had a lot of hands-on work, whether it was in the studio or whether it was working with Scott and in these venues, we worked with him for CASA and we like put together events like Benefest that plays every year. And we had a chance to book bands ourselves and really learn how to do it on our own. And I don't personally know um, how involved OU is with 
the venues around Athens, but that was definitely an experience that I really appreciated and I learned a lot from. More from Harlot and a surprise tune next on Groovy Soup. Groovy Soup on Power 105. Alpine Heating and Cooling is a local, veteran-owned HVAC contractor providing you comfort with their best guaranteed prices, 24-7 emergency service, 10-year warranties on new systems, and free estimates. Alpine, with a Y, uses quality products from top brands like Ream and LG. Call them at 740-591-2777 or email bill at alpinehvac.com. Alpine Heating and Cooling, helping you stay cool and drop it like it's hot. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Are you feeling lucky? While raising the bar in plumbing service, veteran-owned True Blue Plumbing is offering a free 50-gallon Ream hot water tank complete with free installation to one lucky winner every month. Just like and follow their Facebook page, and True Blue will contact you if you're the winner of the month. If you have questions, call 740-590-5400 or email bill at truebluplumbing.com. That's blue without an E. With a lifetime of experience and a desire to be the best in the business, True Blue is committed to being true to you. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back into Groovy Soup, brought to you by True Blue Plumbing and Alpine Heating and Cooling. Harlot is hard at work on their new EP and just wanted to show off their new single tonight, so be sure to follow along with their social media pages for updates on that. But for now, here's more from our interview with singer and keyboardist of Harlot, Brett. That's really awesome, and it's cool. Scott's a friend of the station and a friend of the show, so I know I know how he's the man. That's that, that's that's for sure. But uh, he really like? is. He's awesome. <laughs> what was it like being on the other side of of of, uh, of a show, or like you said, Benefest, um, putting it on, producing, you know, and helping out with putting on the show? What what was that experience like, and and how has it uh, you know influenced or or helped you grow as a musician yourself? Honestly, I've learned a lot um, simply from interacting with other bands. There's a lot of things that you learn to do and you look at their successes and you can mirror it and learn it to do it yourself for your own band. Um, also, just being aware of like how much work goes into what happens at a venue for each show definitely helps when you are walking into a venue and you're far more aware of what needs to happen and what needs to progress so that you can play on stage that was definitely helpful and I mean booking benefits it helped me myself because I book shows for this band and I learned a lot by just doing that for school and now I can take it and use it and book for this band and hopefully you know play shows throughout Ohio now yeah, absolutely, and I can see that how it's uh, how it helps to walk into a place and, and feel at least a, even if it's a new venue a little bit more comfortable because you know how things at least are supposed to work here. We're talking to Brett from the band Harlot, and if I remember correctly, you guys are uh, got an upcoming show here uh, at the Union coming up this Saturday when this airs on Monday. So how's that feel to get back out there, back on the stage that uh, you kind of made your second home? Oh, we're super excited. We love to play the Union, and we love the other bands, No Stars and Electric Guitar, who are playing. We are good friends with all of them, and they're such talented musicians. 
and we're really excited because we release our single that day and it's just going to be a fun party. Yep. Nothing, no better place to release uh, something than at the union and uh, no stars is a, a, a groovy soup alum. So a, a great, great uh, day of music there going on at the union. You don't want to miss out on that. No stars has been all over the place. It seems like uh, in Athens, seems like they've been playing uh, at the, up there, uptown some like almost every week. It seems like going uh, this summer. Yeah, no, they've been doing really well. They've been practically doing a mini tour around town. It's been awesome. I know they've played Casa and they've been playing around at some house venues and they've played the Union often. And I've really enjoyed seeing them. They're such a great group. Yeah, they were tons of fun to talk to. And it, like I said, a great, great music, uh, night of music coming up at the Union this Saturday. Well, so let's talk, what's what's the hope for Harlot moving forward? Obviously still young and, uh, you know, getting that first single out there is, is a huge first step. Uh, what, what are you going to be looking forward to next after releasing the single? Well, right now I've, we have booked ourselves through October. Um, we're playing Cleveland, we're playing Cincinnati, we're playing Akron, we're playing Columbus, and we're playing more of Athens, and we're super excited for that. Um, that's kind of our goal. We definitely want to finish our EP and hopefully play a lot more throughout Ohio and, um, yeah, and still, you know, call Athens our home base and come back to it um, with much love. That's super exciting and, and a great lineup of tour too. You get you get covering basically the whole state there. So for bands that maybe yeah. are just getting started and you know trying to get out and book more, it, you seem like you have a, a lot of experience with with booking shows uh, through school and and, and booking for uh, Harlot here. What advice do you have for for bands trying to get their name on some bills and uh, trying to get themselves out there and booked at some venues? Um, well, I guess two things. First is when you're emailing a venue, really try to be personal with it and explain your band to them and really try to like bring your personality through the email that you want to be personable and you want to stand out because like people who are like venues and the bookers at those venues, they see hundreds of those emails all the time and you really need to stand out. Um, second of all, connections are a really big thing. Make friends, go to other venues, Go to other shows, talk to bands because you know if you book a if you book a show and you need an extra person, let that band on your bill, and then you know they'll do a favor and be like, well, hey, I'm in Cleveland, do you want to play on our bill? And there's a lot of trading that happens with shows, and just you know you trade a show for a show with a band because they're just a friend of yours. And I found that really that's what matters the most. Absolutely. And, and, you know, see, connections. I mean, that's that's the advice that you're given for everything. Always be uh, making connections. And it seems like you, you, you've made some yeah. some great ones there and uh, lots of exciting stuff going on uh, there with Harlot. And I am excited to see the EP when it comes out. But uh, we are going to wrap things up here. What's uh, what's the best way for people to go out and, and support you and, and Harlot and uh, all the stuff that you guys do? Um, well, right now, um, we have an Instagram, Harlot Official. We post all of our shows on there, and you can see where we're playing next. And then, like I said, August 10th, our single, Yellow Light, will be released. And you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, Bandcamp, literally any platform. So those would be probably the best connections, you know, to find us. And hopefully you'll see our name around town, too, just on those. 
Absolutely. Go out and, and support them. And don't miss the harlot, or the band harlot, I should say. I keep saying the band harlot because I saw it on your Facebook pages. Has that been kind of a little bit of a hassle there sometimes, trying to get the, you know, the, the, the band name out there with, with just harlot, with probably some other people snagging up that name on social media? I have found that, like, um, there is only probably two other bands that have ever used the name Harlot, which uh, one was, like, a band back in the 90s, and they don't exist anymore. And there is a small Cincinnati band that's, like, a folk duo that uh, uses the name Harlot, which, I mean, we I'm actually friends with them, and we have book shows together, so it hasn't really become, like, a problem or rivalry with the name. But... Um, I don't know. We definitely, uh, we, we put Band Harlot officially because um, we didn't want there to be confusion of like any other band mix-ups or anything before I was aware of who actually was out there using that name. Right, right. Well, check them out there uh, on, on Instagram. You can also follow them along on Facebook. And don't miss Harlot this Saturday celebrating the release of their new single at the union it's going to be a great great night and uh, thank you thank you so much for your time thank you so much for joining me brett yeah thank you for having me it was a blast before we go tonight we got one more new single for you all formerly known as the larger sound ready aim flowers is set to release this track on thursday but they wanted to give the groovy suit faithful an early listen here's the first single from ready aim flowers titled fieldwork Dropping by a line, be there clouds or friendly skies. Bring an overcoat, even though the weather should be fine. Dropping by a line, a sphere of love, a steeper climb. We feel at home, even though we're never quite sure why. You know it's alright Time is money, money's tight We all are broke Even though we make it worth our while You know it's alright Drawing maps and taking strides Digging holes Even though we're not sure what we'll buy Sky. 
That was Fieldwork by Ready Aim Flowers, and you can catch that song on your favorite streaming service this Thursday. And don't forget Harlot's release of Yellow Light coming this Saturday. That's going to do it for this episode of Groovy Soup. Big time thanks to Inoculus and Harlot for joining the show tonight, and thanks to Ready Aim Flowers for the sneak peek. Follow along with the bands on their social media pages, and don't miss Inoculus this Thursday at the Union and Harlot on Saturday. Same venue. If you or your band is interested in the show, email me at pholden at wxdq.com. That's P-H-O-L-D-E-N at wxdq.com. Groovy Soup is proudly sponsored by True Blue Plumbing and Alpine Heating and Cooling. And until next week, I'm Paul Holden, signing off. Ooh.